All right, so we're doing this shit. It's uh, episode sixty-four, and episode sixty-four. We've already been arguing <laughs> about uh, not only the pronunciation of what is it? Say it. Moog, it? like Moog. the synthesizer. How's it spelled? M O O G. So it looks O's. like Moog. Okay. It looks like Moog. Okay. The man's name was Bob Moog. Yes, and then my response to that was, "You're still pronouncing it a GIF when the fucking guy that created it says it's GIF, you know, like a giraffe. It's not a giraffe." Uh, I understand that, but it's not like Bob Moog is saying it's called a Moog. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'll accept that. I just don't know if uh, ever pronounce it Moog. Uh, yeah, I, I understand that most people or a good chunk of people say Moog. Probably most. You're probably right. It's probably most. Uh, but ask any like dork who's like a synth guy. Yeah. You'll get her. You'll get uh, shit on if you call it a Moog. Well, I was looking at a YouTube video on how to produce the get a whistle sound, which by the way, uh, I've always called it a get a whistle. I must've actually got that from somewhere. But I feel like that's a really good description of that sound that was on like all the G-Funk and like Dr. Dre shit back in the day. I've always called it a ghetto whistle. I think that's maybe what it's actually referred to because to go and find how to produce it just now, I typed in ghetto whistle sound and there were like hundreds of (laughs) of videos that said like how to get the ghetto whistle sound. So fun fact. Remember in uh, a what? No, fun fact. Did I interrupt your, fun, oh, no, that was your, 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 your finishing the fun fact. Uh, I remember, uh, do you remember uh, the cake, the song, uh, the She's Going the Distance? Yeah, song She's by Going cake. for Speed. That, it's got that whistle in the end. You sounded just like the dude. Hey, man. Uh, it's got that <laughs> little whistle. And I remember in the music video, he had like a little plastic thing yeah. that he was whistling into. But no, it was like flat. Oh. It wasn't like a. Oh, I shouldn't. It wasn't like a. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're we're luckily not doing video, uh, much to my dismay, because Colin just did a sweet jerk motion right towards his face. It's actually, you know, it. it I I feel a little bit bad that we I didn't create this the the whistle thing for this because uh, uh, I mean even half an hour before if you had you reminded me that we were going to do had we remembered i was like oh yeah because it's like all it is is taking your most standard analog synth sound and then going two or three octaves up yeah that's all it is so it's really easy to do so now that we're recording on sunday and i'm delivering these things on monday we still have time colin i can probably find the uh i'll find the clip that i used for the intro here it's a clip of an old beat we made um, for another project. It just never went anywhere. Uh, we, You know, honestly, I know we've said this like several times, but we just really need to sit down and create a new intro. We have to do that by like, you know, I think we said episode 50, but that's come and gone. Quarantine's yeah. fucked all that up. We have to do it by like episode 100. We still need a new name too. Do we though? I don't know. I we, mean, we, I pretty much we fucking accepted seri- it. We were kind of serious about it for a minute. You know, I got to be honest, if somebody would help us, I, I just don't know what it is, but I cannot think of names. Not n- not a name implementing the 
learnings that I have from accidentally making this name, right? So I see that this name makes people think that maybe it's only for parents, which it's not. It's just, it's not. I don't know how else to say that. Like we we just happen to be parents. Uh, but every time I think of a name, I feel like I can think of another thing it implies that it's not. So that's where I just keep getting stuck. Speaking of names, uh, one of the one of the things that's come up since the last time we potted is this new fucking social media platform, uh, <laughs> Parler. So when when did you first hear about Parler? Like, how did you hear about it? In what context? Uh, I'm a very online person, uh, so I follow a lot of poli- like politics. Uh, a lot of journalists, a lot of politics pundits, a lot of stuff like that on Twitter. So it's I like people have been talking about maybe for like five or six months now. Really? But it yeah, but it's really just like this with the election it became like a thing. And with with Twitter cracking down on misinformation, which to them is their truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, uh, but you know, they can have their safe space. Yeah. If that's what, I mean, hey man. <laughs> that's a fun, right. it is like, it's like get, get, you're getting, you feel like you're getting censored on Twitter. So you start your own platform to go talk about your opinions with other people who agree with your opinion. Big ass echo chamber. Kind of sounds like a safe space. <laughs> kind of sounds think, like they're snowflaking real hard. I think, but who am I? I'm just a lib. So I actually just heard about it about two weeks ago. Uh, I have not been up on it at all. I'm not trying to sound like I was like, I'm cool or anything because I knew about it six months ago. But Well, yeah, I you, did, like, you got an invite, right? <laughs> no. so It comes I, with this haircut. Yeah, it's. <laughs> And the mustache. I mean, it's not doing you any favors. Uh, so I started seeing people just post their just name, their username, and they say, "See you guys, find me at," and it'd be their username. And I was like, "Where are they going?" I mean, there's all, there's like there's this mass exodus from social media, like once every two years. So I thought it was just another site. I remember when. Instagram was changing their algorithm and everybody was like, it's going to be the death of Instagram. We're all going to insert whatever site at that time. So I yeah. thought it was just another site. I was just kind of like, meh, just ignoring it. Then I started seeing memes and I realized, oh shit, this is a specific one. Let me look into it. And then when I read about it, I couldn't help but laugh because like you said, they're all going there because there's not going to tread on their freedom of speech and yada, yada, all this good shit. And then the first thing I see on like Friday or something is they're cracking down on misinformation on misinformation. And I just, and hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of the screenshots were people, you love to see it. A lot of screenshots were people like, uh, I mean, posting, you know, screen caps of like some of the worst hate speech, uh, just some seriously vile shit. And I don't know if they were real accounts or not, but I saw politicians in there. Yeah, dude. Judges. I, I was I was a little floored by that. So um, out of that and how we got here in the first place was to talk about names. So somebody posted some very funny names um, instead of Parler. I don't know if we even said that yet. The, the application is called Parler. 
And so I'm looking at that, the list. I'm yeah, looking dude. at the list right now. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm just going to read through these. There's probably a good 20 of them here. So I'm just going to run through them. Mindspace, Right Book, Y'all Kata, Fash Book, Only Fash, Hate oh, Talk. That one. You like Only Fash? That was, but, oh my, my god! One of my favorite ones is Hick Talk. Hick Talk oh is god. incredible. Only Fam, okay, stupid. That's also a good one. <laughs> Clansmen only, only clans, fucking only fire. Clans. <laughs> only clans is fucking fire. Oh man! Christface, Flake Book, Minder, Howdy, Arabia. That's good little play on words, I guess. Uh, Four Clan, another fucking <laughs> fire. Because arguably, Four Chan is like where most uh, of this shit probably originates in the yeah. deep, dark places of the earth anyway. Uh, plenty of fash. <laughs> Klansmen Dude. mingle. So I, I actually saw a couple more after that, but um, I can't remember so them now. So funny, man. a buddy of mine posted so that. Funny. I thought it was phenomenal. Sent it to you. Knew we had to talk about it on the pod. Have you heard any other ta- ones? No, but while we're talking about this, let's talk about these fucking proud boys. Uh, so I know there's a bunch of bullshit happening down in DC right now, specifically uh, between right wing warriors and left wing warriors, and you know, yeah, blah blah blah. But I don't know. Have you seen this video of the dude getting initiated into Proud Boys? Like no. just yesterday uh-uh i saw the only thing i saw yesterday about it was uh the person that got stabbed down there no so there's a video of like a guy he must be like deciding he wants to join them at the protest or at the whatever uh and he he like does their oath or whatever the fuck he sounds like it sounds so stupid and then he stands there and they're like all right you ready and there's like five of them and they yeah. all put they all put their fists up and you're like, oh dude, this guy's about to get his ass whooped. You know? Yeah. And you they go he goes, he ducks down like this, and they literally just start going like this. Uh like like, like it's the like baby weakest, punches. It's the weakest hitting you've ever seen. They're trying to actually jump him in or whatever. Is but it looks so silly. Is that is that the uh, real way to get? Is I mean that's like okay. So I grew up in a area where there were a lot of gangs. There were like tons of bloods. There were a few crips and even some folks back in the day, like in my neighborhood. And I watched multiple people get jumped into gangs. Like I had lots of friends that were in it. I never joined that fucking life, but I had lots of friends, so I, I would see this shit often. And it was brutal. I mean, it was fucking brutal. So they're basically trying to stake their claim that they're a gang or something or what what yes is, is that normal though did you do any research into is that always i didn't a typical? i didn't but all that video just made the rounds yesterday and it mm. is it's it like i saw somebody t- like uh post it and say like i'm telling you we don't have to be afraid of these people because <laughs> it's just so weak oh man but those guys like i know that they uh they don't call themselves a white nationalist thing or racist. And they have like some uh, members who are people of color, but it's, it's also, I, I read this week that like one of the leaders like basically said, no, it's time to stop. It's time to stop not saying it out loud. 
that were white nationalists. You know, like like oh. basically saying like it's it's time to be more open about what this is really about. Wow. Yeah. I also saw Very the legit. that shit going on, and I don't know if this is the real name for it, but I, I a lot of headlines kept referring to it as the Million Mega March. Yeah. I mean, I think that's on. what they were actually called it. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! I feel like that. I feel like that can't be that parody. You know, can't be, can't be used. Oh my god! It, uh, it, it, I I saw that that um, like people are trying to defend already trying to defend like the march size, and I saw one defense saying that it looked small because so many of these guys are wearing camo. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fucking guy that Scott Adams guy, the guy who did Dilbert. You know, he turned out he he's like a total like Trump guy, and he like fake intellectual like talks about like it's like really it's like you know there's always that guy like he talks like everything he's saying is super logical. Mm-hmm. You know, there's and always it, that you're, guy. you're an idiot if you just don't understand him. Yeah, but then you're like, no, you sound like an like an idiot. <laughs> He's that guy. Nice. Uh, yeah, people are disappointing as fuck. And one of the most disappointing things that I saw, and I thought it was a joke at first, was the guitarist of Deftones uh, is a flat Stephen earther. Carpenter. Yeah, is a fucking flat earther. I thought and that an was, anti- anti-vaxxer. And an anti-vaxxer. I, you know, I got to be honest. I feel like somehow those go hand in hand. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah, so um, that didn't surprise me to tack that on. Like, But wait, there's more. Uh, yeah. but how fucking disappointing like that, honestly, it, it's not going to make me stop listening to his projects. No, I mean, who gives a shit? Uh, it, 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 like, uh, is there a kid down here? Oh, I, thought I, heard, I thought I heard someone walking up behind me. You, you know, you go, you go, you go virtual with, with, uh, heckin' cool dads. You're going to get a heckin' cool family interference too. yeah heck and cool interference. uh but you know like who gives a shit the guy writes heavy riffs and he looks like every other metal dude i've ever met in my life and i know a lot of metal dudes with fucked up belief systems <laughs> oh yeah you know when you put it like that i feel like i'm on board with you but we've talked about this before um there are certain things that can get you to stop listening, you know. Oh, sure, for sure. I just I was being just a flat earther is not one of them. Exactly, because it's that's almost <laughs> like that's almost like if if somebody stopped listening to a band because they believed in God or something. It's like that's one of those things where I know that there's plenty of proof towards the, the non the round earth. Can we call them yeah. round earthers? Is it flat earthers? Round? No, that's they they call them they call them round earthers. Oh or my god, globe heads. Globe heads? Yeah, I'm feeling that one. <laughs> I'm there's a there's a uh, there's a great documentary about flat earthers. Uh, it's called Behind the Curve. So it's a, it's was it Netflix or something? I can't remember what it's on. It's on something. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't give a shit if he thinks the Earth is flat. That doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, exactly. If you if you believe if you believe in it, it, like if you if you believe in things like that are like actively destructive to 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 other people, then I, I start to have an issue. I have a bigger issue with the anti-vaxer part. 
I have a bigger issue with him saying I don't believe any vaccine has ever worked. Right. Because oh, yeah. that's putting fear into people. Because polio just decided to leave. Yeah. Polio yeah. was like a super nice, gentle thing that just decided one day, like, fuck yeah. it, I'm done. What are you sipping on? What is that? This is Brewdog Hazy AF NA. No way. Non-alcoholic. Uh, and it is not that good. So I see that you're still doing the no booze cruise. Two uh, months. That's killer. Now, I actually did have booze last night uh, for the first time in fucking a while. I was at the store. I was actually, oddly enough, I was looking for that Deftones beer again. Like they haven't had it in stock since the day I sent you a picture of it, yeah. which kind of sucks. That I didn't get it like that day. My hands were full and shit. And I was like, oh, I don't really have. I had to set shit down to like take the picture. <clears throat> so I'm bummed I didn't get it because it hasn't been there since. But for whatever reason, uh, and I don't do this often, I, maybe a handful of times in my entire life, I was like, I'm going to get a bottle of liquor and make some nice. at home sippy drinks uh, and made two strong, just two, but they were strong ass drinks because I have no concept of how to make a drink. What kind of liquor? Oh, rum. Just fucking oh. Sailor Jerry. Like I'm a big fan of just uh, like Sailor and Coke or Kraken and Coke. Uh, and I just sip on that, like just a couple of them. Um, I I don't really know what a mixed drink is supposed to be. Like I, I think it's like, do you just put like a shot, like one ounce or two ounces or? Uh, but different drinks have different recipes. Well, I don't know what they do at bars. I can tell you that back in the day, I used to drink fucking, you know, seven or eight of, the, of these things and then kind of chill and not drink during the last band. And I was cool. I was all right. I would uh, see, I would always, I would always just do it by visual. So you get your glass and you put, and you put the ice in it yeah, and then pour the liquor in. And then I usually go, yeah, about two thirds and then fill the rest with the Coke because it's not two thirds full of liquor, but because the right. ice is in there. Well, I, I just did, do it by look. I did it by look too. I, I basically had this theory that if I pour fast and tip back twice, that's about two generous ass shots. But what happened was that glass was like definitely over half, half full of alcohol uh, before I ever put Coke in it and drank those two. And I was laying on the couch kind of chilling. And I was like, hey, wife, dude, use your elbow and like massage my back. And she she was doing that. That's it. That was it. Got the best fucking sleep of my life. <laughs> best sleep of the last year. Just two strong ass drinks and that little massage put me down. I woke up at five something in the morning. I was still on the couch in the same place. And then I woke up, I went back to bed, woke up a couple hours later to my daughter coming down and she just wanted to crawl on the couch under the cover and go to sleep with me again. So uh, that being said, I felt kind of like shit for most of the day. I didn't get very productive until later, which is why I couldn't meet your podcast 3 PM Pacific or not Pacific mountain time deadline um it wasn't my deadline i was just asking i also uh, you, i'm also rocking two coffees nice um i'm imagining some amateur mixologist that listens like you know one of our friends who like really likes to make a good drink at home listening to this and it's just cringing like crazy at us oh i feel it like two-thirds and then i splash the I used my fingers. I, I held my fingers up and I was like, oh, it goes past my fingers. We're good. That's a real way to measure it, right? 
Yeah. Like like people ask for like neat drinks like that. They'll kind of have, you know, like two fingers of some kind of bourbon or something like neat. Yeah. Uh, I just did that. But, That's the thing. It's not, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't, when I, when I drank, I didn't drink mixed drinks. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not a big, like, I just drink, I just, fan. I just sip on whiskey most of the time. Uh, yeah. Gin and tonic. Gin and tonic is the most mixy I'll go really. Mm. Well, trying to think of what's new since we caught up. Uh, I think I told you last time my kid fucked up his leg skateboarding. Did I tell you that? I think so. Yeah, dude. Well, he was out front skateboarding around. He's getting pretty good at it. No, you didn't. You just said that he was – no, you were stoked that he was getting into skating. Okay. Well, it must have been Monday, actually, now that I think about it. The reason we didn't talk about it is because it happened the day after the pod. He – was out there skateboarding around, fell, and hit his knee on the corner of the curb. Ooh. And, you know, somebody not, somebody rings the doorbell, and I was like, whoa, who's this? I, I peek out the thing, and I, could t- I know it's my neighbor from across the street, so I open the door. I was like, hey, what's up? He goes, hi, your son is out here. Um, he says he can't walk. And I look over, and he's sitting on the curb, and so I go check him out, and he's like, yeah, I hit my knee right here. I go to touch it, and he like cringes and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to pick you up, dude. So I pick him up, carry him inside. You know, it did swell. My wife and he were both kind of convinced that like, maybe there was some type of fracture going on. And then me always like the walk it off type. I was like, nah, it's just bone bruising. Like he probably just slammed his shit. Like I've done this a hundred times skateboarding in my life. It sucks, but it gets better. Let's wait a couple of days. So we did, we waited a couple of days, um, but it was still kind of bothering him real bad. So we made an appointment. Um, instead of going to urgent care, we went right to like a you know a pediatric like doctor that specializes in this shit, which is where they're going to point you if you go into urgent care anyway. Um, to take him in, and the day before we were taking him, something happens with his braces. The wire pops out. He comes running out here. What I noticed was he's not limping. You hear my daughter in the background? Yeah, yeah, she's downstairs Little singing. Bit. Little bit. Uh, so what I noticed is he's not limping at all. And so oh, that shit. went that went straight into my theory that he's overcompensating because he doesn't want it to hurt, but he thinks it yeah. hurts. He's manifesting hurt, basically. So um, I didn't say anything at first. I just checked out his braces. I said, hey, let's go downstairs. He runs down the stairs. Everything's fine. Uh, ended up taking nail clippers and clipping off the piece of the brace. Made an appointment for the orthodontist to get that fixed. And then I go, by the way, you're walking completely fine. His face, you could tell he's like, holy fuck, like I am. Guess what? He limped back upstairs. <laughs> yeah, but we took him, and it's probably good that we did because, one, you want to be safe. Uh, two, he actually did have bone bruising. It was 100%, as I said. Oh, so, it sucks. It does suck, but uh, it, it's good news. You know, that's stuff that happens. We all yeah. slam our shit in life. You know, he's not really had anything where he's done that, no broken bones, nothing like that. He's only had two real, like, you know, like kid injuries. One, he dove into some steps, basically, and cracked his head open, had to get a stitch or two. And then this one. So fortunate in that regard. Yeah, we haven't had a ton of it. We had uh, some stitches, a couple stitches. That was it. Yeah. All right. Well, I know that you spent the weekend. I spent the weekend, you know, drinking and streaming video games and shit like that. And you spent the weekend 
redoing my living room decor. Uh, so it, our living room, you know, it's one of those things. You, 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 we're stuck home all the time. So you're just, we've talked about this on here before. You're just kind of sitting there looking at your house going like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah. I could do this and this and this, but you know, whatever. And, uh, but, uh, we were just sitting there yesterday morning having coffee and just looking uh, at this corner that we had been, you know, there's like a cabinet that had all like all our games and puzzles in it and stuff. And then yeah. Beatrice's art, art table that just was, was always just piled up with just bullshit. Mm-hmm. It, oh, that's it, it. I know where that's at. It's in your living room, like to the left of the TV, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were just kind of like, we need to do something with this. So we had already talked about how we were moving bees art table upstairs. And, uh, so then we were like, Oh, what if we did this and this and this? And then I was just, was kind of like looking through Ikea's website. And I was like, well, what if we did something like this? And, and she's like, yeah, let's do that. And then I went to Ikea and I bought it and bought the stuff and then spent so much time building Ikea things mapping shit on the wall and you know like and uh i think i think we started that shit at like noon and i think we wrap i think i was done for the night at like 11 30 then got up this morning went right to the hardware store and got the the right anchors i needed for the wall we put these cubes i'll send you a picture later uh, yeah. uh we put we put these cubes up there and uh so did that, and then it was, and then it was just like on to the next task, and the next task, and the dishes have been piling up all weekend while that was happening, you know, like, so yeah, we just, we just finished like, I don't know, two thirty or three today, and uh, it looks really nice because another thing we did was like, we refreshed our artwork like cycled out a couple things and brought in some things that had just been sitting around, moved some stuff rethought the kind of the way we have art on the walls, you know, and like just, yeah. it just kind of had a lot of fun with it. And the room like feels really good. I think it'll be really, actually really positive for just like changes, change the scenery in the house. It makes the room feel a lot more purposeful. Yeah. So. We, we have a lot of areas where we didn't bring furniture to fill certain things because the old house and new house layouts were so different that a lot of shit didn't work. So we sold or gave away a lot of it at the old house. So we're still buying things. Uh, one of our tables we ordered, it's like a console style table showed up and now we get to finally put up some photos like behind it and hang some wall things. Um, I actually really like this part. I like this stage when it's all starting to come together. Yeah. When we first got here, where the last owners had the TV and like what wall they had it on and everything, we, we, it very, it like, it looked just like our old house. Like, you know, you can be in the kitchen, you've got a straight shot to the TV type thing. Everything felt like it was supposed to be that way. And we did kind of ideate like, oh, what if we just like rotated everything and put TV over here, like and open it up. We ultimately decided against it. Now, fast forward to, I'm part of uh, one of the communities around, or one of the Facebook uh, things for the neighborhood is all about home shit, like home decor ideas. And like, what did you do? And you know, a lot of the homes in the area, they have the same builder. So they'll feature like similar rooms or layouts. Yeah. Um, and so people will say like, oh, I have this model house. Uh, you know, 
can you show like can you show me yours like so I can get some ideas and everybody will like post their ideas. I am not ready like for the amount of creativity and just amazing like everyone's house around here is fucking amazing. It's crazy to me. Like I've huh. never seen and then you look at yours and you're like, oh, I don't feel so good about like what we're, I thought we were on the right track, but then you see these people and you're like, and then you realize that they probably spent, you know, 15 grand on that project and yeah. 30 on that project. And it's, it's crazy. But uh, one of the ones that recently popped up actually features the room rotated how we initially talked about. Cause you know, I said before our house is definitely on the smaller side. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's square footage, but like the way it's laid out and because it has such high ceilings, it just, it's smaller. Like it, the layout just is weird. You know, we have one actual main area downstairs. That's it. And it's like basically living, dining room, kitchen all together. Huh. And then the rest of the square footage is upstairs. So they posted and it's the room rotated and man, it opened up everything so much. Now we're like, we're about to abandon. We are going to do like an accent wall where the TV is and shit. We're thinking about like rotating the whole room and even buying another couch, even though we just bought this couch. Uh, Cause it has the sectional with the left side instead of the right side. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope when you start wanting to do something and you start finding ideas. Yeah. It's slippery. And you're stuck in that place. You're staring at it all day. All day. I constantly do that with my whole computer setup. I've actually, I can reach down right now. Hang on and show you. I have a piece of wood here that I recently cut to size and drilled some pocket holes because I'm going to mount my uh, power conditioner on it and then mount it to my desk. So everything's lifted off the ground. Nice. doesn't really bother me. It's just cords on the ground. But because I'm sitting here all day and my foot like hits a cord or something, I'm like, oh man, I got to mount those again. So it does really bother you. It does now. It didn't bother me day one. I was just happy to have my computer set up, happy to be able to work and uh, do the podcast and stuff. Now that I've been sitting here for a month, it's time to get this shit in order. I've already switched my monikers from, because I have two, from a side-by-side to now they're stacked above each other. So I have like a you know big one down here and then another one if I look up. So Nice. I'm telling you, man. Nice. The longer you sit there, the more things we're going to think to do. And we're only going to be still sitting here for a while now. Right. Because holy shit balls, man. Uh, the COVID, they told us this was going to happen. Yeah. I saw somebody tweet the other day that uh, they're saying we're, we failed the open book test. They told mm-hmm. us in late fall, we would get a, another big wave, and it would be the bad one. And, I mean, it is unreal. I mean, Michigan tonight just announced a partial shutdown. Uh, Mike DeWine here in Ohio last week gave us the the old uh, let grandpa teach you something about life lesson. Mm-hmm. Said we'll come back to this, and if you whippersnappers haven't got your shit together, we're gonna shut down. So we'll probably shut down this week. And uh, yeah, dude, this shit is crazy. And uh, I can only assume that this administration is just gonna let shit spit out, spin out of control for the next two months, right? Uh, 
I mean, yes and no. Uh, so I'm going to Donald take Trump it. give a shit because, bro, he's going to still be president. No, nah, man, I think I think I think once he gets to the well, OK, let me say uh, that this. that was what? that was kind of a joke. That's just that was oh. what he thinks. Right. Oh, 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 I thought you meant in this period. I mean, yeah, but, he, uh, he will be in yeah. this period. But but I do think that like once he finally resigns to the fact that it's over. Like if somebody sits him, when Ivanka Trump sits him down, when his daughter sits him down and says, "Dad, you gotta stop this," uh, then then he's just kind of like, "Fuck it, fine, burn the house down on the way out." Right? Um, yes. Why would he be any other way? No, hundred percent agree with that. I actually did. I thought I saw an article like yesterday, maybe today. No, probably yesterday. Um, that talked about he finally acknowledged Biden won. Uh, no, no. So, I, but he I was refuses. Okay, I, I thought I he said he. I thought he acknowledged Biden won, but only because of the fraud. So he's well, still so, not. Yeah, his original. His, yeah, his original tweet said this morning said he was quoting somebody else from Fox, and he said he won because the election was rigged. But right there, he said. So, so you're saying you won? Yeah. Okay. And people went crazy about that. And then a couple hours later, he tweeted a bitchy thing, but in the middle of it says, I can see nothing. (laughs) 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 Fucking joke. Oh my God. It's so funny. My, so I saw this. Our democracy is eroding very quickly. It's so funny. Two things. And then we're going to get off this political (laughs) shit. Uh, Number one. I saw a meme floating around uh, that talked about, you know, like um, Biden was addressing from like the transitional office or whatever. Um, It's like called like the office office of president elect or something like that. But it's the transitional thing that happens every single time. Like they start working immediately on presidential. Oh, yeah. They start getting like classified briefings that the president gets and stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. And I I saw in that that um, a lot of people were saying, like, this isn't even an official office. This is, you know, this is what they do to make you believe they have power. And, like, after, like, the third person I saw post that, I had to – I replied with a picture of Trump giving a statement from the same type of podium with the same office of elect. And I said, so why have we done this for every other president? It's fine. Like you only have a problem because a, you have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You did no research. You saw a meme that you thought fit whatever narrative you're trying to like put out there. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to repost that meme. This shit sounds smart as fuck. At the end of the day, you just look dumb because it shows that you were not engaged with any other political, anything. And you're just, rooting for the home team basically like whatever you're choosing as your home team you're just rooting for them and you want to repost all the shit i think that's my that's my problem with a lot of my like it not my smart republican friends my dumb republican friends (laughs) i've got and i have dumb democrat friends too and dumb liberal friends but like yeah yeah you know how it is man like you you look at it and you're like you've clearly done no research into anything you just see something that you think is a booyah got him and you're reposting yep. it because it makes you feel like you're you're smart boom roasted on the yeah. lips and i'm just like god man come on do a little bit of research and i i say that because i've i've a lot of you know 
very, I respect a lot of my Republican friends as well. And I know that, you know, they're not the type of Republicans that like, I would look at and be like, you're racist or anything like that. They're just, they're just Republican. Like whatever belief is most important to them aligns with the party, whether it's pro-life or, you know, second amendment or whatever. Like I'm cool with that. I have no, nothing negative to say about that. It's just the, the dumb ones. And then the other thing, I caught an article and I wish I'd read more into it because um, I initially wanted to put this on the podcast too, but I'll see if you read anything about it. It was about Donald Jr. like trying to do something to more or less overturn the electoral part of this. Who? No, I don't know. I Let me didn't see read if that, I can find but... it. Uh, hmm. Let me see. Well, how would I find this real quick? Damn. I really, I'll, I'll try and look for it in a minute. Um, in the meantime, you're smiling like you have something to say. No, I just keep looking at this list of parlor nicknames <laughs> because you started talking about dumb conservatives and echo chambers and, then I immediately was like, yeah, so you're describing parlor. We already talked about this. And then I looked and I just looked again, dude, only clans is so funny. Dude. I think that's the one that we both think is, you know, if you were to stack rank them, that would be in my top two or three. And it sounds like it would for you as well. So that's... Of bash. <laughs> some of them are just better to talk about when you read them. Oh they didn't uh, invoke a, a laughter. Yeah. I need to stop looking at them. It's funny. All right. All right. Hang on. Hang on. So I found I found the I found one of the articles about it. And the headline for the article is Donald Trump Jr. just promoted a brazen plan to steal the election. Oh. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't have time to read through this. We'll have to we'll have to get back to that, but it's just somebody's Twitter thread, right? Um, no, I think I know what you're the one you're talking about. I think is where he talks about the um, where like the electorals they can actually vote against the popular vote. Yeah, which has only happened like one time ever that I know of, and it didn't change the outcome. But yeah, I mean, it's like nothing's going to change the outcome. It's it's already been decided, but the fact but the problem is is that shit is still gonna be really fucking gross for the next God knows how long, not just two months. You know, to Trump's credit, he has created such a cult like following that they will literally believe what the fuck out whatever he tweets. And it blows my mind. It, I feel like no other president in history has been able to accomplish the cult like following that he has. And like, it, it, it reminded me of, you know, the fucking heaven's gate shit. Right. And like that dude, you know, came out and basically told everybody that there's a fucking comet, right. The Hale-Bopp comet and behind the comet is a spaceship. And all of us are going to ride on that spaceship. But first you got to cut off your dick. And like, Everybody cut their dicks off. And I'm just like... And in the end, you have to put on these shoes and kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, you have to cut off your dick first. But live like that. Here's, here's my question. Though. Yeah. Here's my question. 
you kept saying cult like. When do we come out and say cult? Like, mm. I, 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 because I mean, you got fucking you, you drive through rural America and you got people replacing American flags with a flag that's got Donald Trump dressed as Rambo. <laughs> like, like, and who you're, you're right. They believe anything he says. And it's funny too, because you see him if like, sometimes if he says or does something that is surprising to MAGA land, they'll be like, be mad for a minute. Be like, wait, what is he talking about? He's got to be blah, blah, blah. And then like, give it two days. And they're like defending at every, every last bit of what he said. So, and, to, yeah, it's just yeah. To answer your to answer your question, like I I think the difference between cult and cult like is that they they do believe him, right? But they still like believe in Jesus and like the a regular religion. I, I feel like in order, I could be wrong, but I thought cults yeah, no, I, are kind of like yeah. it's religious based essentially. Well. That's not true necessarily, uh, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, like they have their own kind of belief system. He's just their fucking fearless leader. Although it is really interesting, the evangelical Christian leaders who have embraced him the most. Like there's this guy on Twitter, this this loudmouth pastor named Pastor Greg Locke, and he uh, is like a really proud Trump Trump guy. Mm-hmm. And as all I of scroll, them are, I saw him. I saw him, but he could tell this guy's like trying to be like famous too. And uh, I saw somebody retweet him or something like that. So then I went to his Twitter page and I just scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled. No joke. Like probably through 200 tweets, mm-hmm. not one mention of the name Jesus. Yeah. This is a pastor's Twitter account. To me, that's like, it's like that all is like anybody who like, is pastored by this guy and considers themselves a Christian who takes themselves seriously. Wouldn't you expect your pastor to walk like a duck and quack like a duck? You know what we're saying? Yeah. You know, like, come on. Um, I thought of something else I never put on the board. Also could be political. Uh, the McCloskeys, that like that couple out of St. Louis that were, you know, toting guns upon their property and whatnot. Yeah. Um, they are suing the photographer that took the photo. So, first of all, I didn't know they're both lawyers. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I did not know that. I didn't put two and two together. Um, I'm starting to feel like this was their plan the whole time. Notoriety. Uh, I feel I, I briefly read about uh, like I briefly read an article or skimmed an article about it, and it turns out they are somewhat scummy people in general. Uh, but you know, they said this photo ruined our lives. That's their whole thing. But it's like, no, it didn't. 
because, you know, one, maybe your awful gun holding ruined your life. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no, the, like, they went and, they went and, like, did, like, a speaking thing at the Republican National Convention. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I mean. Like, have you seen, you it gotta didn't ruin your life. It made you fucking famous and now you're, greedy and trying to make more money off of it i personally think this was they knew what they were getting themselves into they were martyring themselves on behalf of just the republican you know side of the house and if you read this dude's twitter it's crazy how political it is now crazy and i don't know if it was before that i can only go back so far but they are now suing the photographer um you know, because it's not illegal to take a photo, but because this was like private property, the photographer allegedly like stepped on their property to take the photo or some shit. And now, uh, the, you know, that photographer that took that picture, he gets paid, you know, for these publicists and like or publications and shows and stuff that use it. it you know, they pay like, a, I don't know, a, I don't know what it is, a royalty or a fee or something, a licensing fee. So they're trying to sue for all that shit and they want exclusive rights to the photo. I don't know. It seems like a big fucking setup from a, a couple of lawyers who knew what the fuck they were doing. Yep. So, uh, in, in other news, fuck, fuck political shit, fuck guns. Let's talk about West Side Gun. You like how I transition that shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was solid. Um, West Side Gun, one third of the Griselda crew, Benny Conway. I saw an article. He is no longer on Shady Records. I think everybody knew that shit was coming. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. What what was your initial take on it? Like a no shit or like why ain't the other Yeah, I was living? like, of course, of course he did. Yeah. That's the thing. It, 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 and I feel like I've read enough interviews with those guys to realize that they, they do work pretty autonomously from each other. Mm-hmm. Like obviously they collaborate a lot. Obviously they are like family. Yeah. Our family. But uh, they – you know, they got their own stuff going on, their own biz, their own bu- businesses, their own record labels, you know, all that stuff. So it doesn't surprise me that, that he would do it by himself, but it, it, it it's also just kind of like, he seems to be riding a wave of, I can do whatever the fuck I want right now and he more need, power to him. Yeah. Right now is when he needs to do it. Cause everybody yeah. knows that shit don't last forever. And you don't want to you don't want to be trying to do that three years or four years from now. Like not everybody has the success of you know major artists like Drake, for example, who's been. I think yeah. he's got a fucking um, he's got a line in one verse that says something like, "My 15 minutes started an hour ago." Fantastic line, <laughs> like great yeah. line because uh, shit just comes and goes, man. Because of the internet, because of streaming, whatever artist is hot right now probably ain't gonna be hot you know, in four years. And so he should start, he should do whatever the fuck he wants to do now while he's hot and he can make those types of demands. So I did not get a chance to see, you know, I heard about it originally on Joe Budden podcast and then he followed up and, you know, more or less said something talking about it's all love. And he had like a lot of respect for Paul Rosenberg and all that shit. Um, But I did not see if there was more to it. I don't know if you did. No, I didn't. Yeah. Shit, man. Might uh, might close it up early tonight. I feel like we got a good 45 or so in. Uh, incredible, yeah. considering 
we almost had nothing there. Just uh, it was not a very eventful week. <laughs> it was not a very eventful. It was not. Um, just, just bullshit like always. Uh, I will ask before you go. Um, how are you hanging in there with your job? Still loving it? Yeah. Man, must be nice. You're hating it? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not hating it. It's just uh, I'm trying to think of the diplomatic way of saying this. So the area I worked in before, I still work in technically, extremely flexible. It runs pretty uh, agnostic of the company it's attached to. And it runs in a very startup style fashion, right? Not a lot of controls in place, bureaucracy, none of that. It's just, you know, ideation through implementation fast as fuck. And uh, we, you know, sometime over the last year, we were introduced a new like leadership through some realignment, which brought a completely different aspect in, you know, the way we aligned, we aligned there were some people who have a lot of uh, operational readiness and controls backgrounds. And it just, man, just added a layer of bureaucracy into our shit that is not why I like the area. You know, I'm more of like the idea guy, proof of yeah. concept guy, you know, when it's ready for operational, I send it off and let somebody else handle the operational. That's kind of how I like things. Yeah. Very startup manner. Um, and it's just a lot of, lot of paperwork involved now. Not, not, Sucks. not super stoked on that. Hoping it's just a, hoping it's a storm I can ride out, but not, not been too cool the past, uh, we'll call it three weeks, especially spend some, some roadblocks that, you know, Everybody has those moments where you go, fucking taking a break. I'm going to open up Indeed.com and I'm going to look at what other jobs are out there. I'm going to open my resume and update that shit. Like, you know, it was one of those kind of like uh, months where I went through the motions of checking out what was out there and, you know, not ready to pull the trigger on anything. But because honestly, I'm not, I'm not afraid of a little, you know, rough storm patchy area. Yeah. Cause ultimately, all the people I work with, I love the job. I just, uh, it was definitely one of those times that made me update my resume. So, all right, Colin. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Y'all, Kata. Have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, that's it, man. Uh, 64 is in the books. I feel like we still need to find time to put a ghetto whistle over it. Might have to send you that clip, see if you can get you a ghetto whistle popping over the next, uh, I don't know, day, half a day. I'm going to post this shit tonight. And I'll see you next week. Half a day. Half a half day. Half a day. You said you only need 30 minutes, so. 920. <laughs> uh, if your work day is eight hours, a half a day would be four. So feel pretty good about that. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's Sunday. Peace. See ya. Peace. Peace.